0: Yeah hey guys who's on? There we go. Good day. Good day. Where do you hear the intro? I got rocking and rolling for this one. Oh, I'm excited. you yeah, I'm excited. I'm really happy I found that app 30 second intro.
1: Oh nice.
0: Yeah, it's just basically music and then it we we're, we're live. we're rocking and rolling right now That's
1: cool. Was it yeah. free?
0: Yeah what? Yeah, so you
1: subscribe to get premium options or something like that or whatever, or premium
0: music or something. I think it just likes us, <laughs> it's just free for now, That's, babe. right? That's my <laughs> techno, technological answer right there. I like it just that, likes us, therefore, it allows us.
1: Where's Joe?
0: Um, he's Where's coming, Joe Pesci. I sent him uh, an invite. There he, there is. he is, the hey, one, you. the only, the, the one, one only. the only. You are right ben, about that, Ben. You're, uh, you're on here. Yes, sir. Benjamin. Awesome. Benjamin Button's here. Okay. We got G Wally. We got Joe Trevers. We got Benjamin Button. Oh man, I gotta come up with a better name. Right? I, I need it. I need to as well. I'm yep. I'm
1: trying to I'm trying to mix it up every every uh cast. I'm gonna try and change it just to keep it fresh.
0: <laughs> nice. Yeah. The um the the picture that I have, like you guys just have like silhouettes. Mine says uh don't ask me for advice. I still believe uh, Answering stupid questions by punching people. <laughs> <laughs>
2: nice.
3: Uh,
0: yeah. So that's that's where my head's at tonight. All right. So, so no
2: no questions tonight
0: then. Got no it. No questions tonight. Just right. let me talk, you guys. Just yes. You're my yes men.
1: Yes man. Tonight.
0: Um, tonight I'd like to talk about. Uh, we'll we'll get away from uh, remove ourselves for a little bit, um, or not not remove ourselves, just slightly detach ourselves a little bit from the philosophical stuff that we've been kind of driving towards in terms of mindfulness this is going to have mindfulness connotations to it because i think it's what it's 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 a big thing that people aren't ready for is what happens to you when you begin to lose weight when you begin that journey to becoming a better you Hmm. um that the transition happens and people are always, you know, focused on hypervigilant in regards to, okay, I want to get to this next step, but they're not always necessarily prepared for what they have to let go of or what changes when they take that, that next step.
1: Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Right
0: this is something that I encountered during my weight loss that no one even mentioned and or like I was totally unprepared for. And it was a major roadblock. It was something that really hit me, you know, um, T-boned me at the intersection was um, people treat you different. Um, you look at yourself different. Um, like there's this whole overcompensation sometimes in regards to how you look like I, you, you know, like it's, it's a brand new territory. And I think people don't think about that often when they embark into any type of program in order to lose weight or become, you know, feel better about themselves. I think that not a lot of um, people out there or communities or groups or programs prepare people for this.
1: Neil, actually, I got to stop you right there. Don't, shouldn't you be calling this what happens when you gain health, not lose weight? Right. (laughs) But you're right. Bust
0: it. That's, but, (laughs) That's that's the big part of why at with insight, why we keep using those types of terms is because losing something has that negative space. Totally. Mm-hmm. Right? And when you lose something, it's almost like a loss of identity. I mean, you know, and in, in Joe, not just in Joe's mindfulness, but in, in our backgrounds of being firefighters, you know, loss of <clears throat> something. Is it's hard to deal with when when you know you lose someone? Mm-hmm. It's that empty space that you feel, so it automatically feels like there's something negative happening. And with that negativity happening, it leaves you susceptible to be led in in directions that aren't necessarily yours. You become um, what's the word I'm looking for, guys? You become a robot. Um, well, no, uh, easily, <laughs> e- easily, no, a robot. <laughs> e- easily led. <laughs> a robot. A sheep. You become, you become a horse. You, beca-
1: <laughs> you become a sheep.
0: Yeah, yeah. We, we see this with breakups. You know, people break up after long-term relationships and they go out and they sell their wild oats. They don't really know who they are. They're just kind of lost. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They've identified themselves with their partner for so long that now that that partner is no longer in the equation, they lose they, – they have no source of self-identity, mm-hmm. right? Because a lot of the times when those breakups happen, they happen without forethought. You know, they're not strategic. They're emotionally driven, right, through, you know, um, various means, you know, cheating, lying, whatever it may be. But this is something a lot of, and I've seen it firsthand, and, and Ben can, I'm sure, say this as well, a lot of people that come in to or look for us and and seek our services, a lot of it is emotionally driven. They haven't really thought about it. They're just so desperate to lose the weight. And I'm using air quotes there um, that they really just don't care how they do it. They heard that we're really good at it and they just want us to do that. You know what I mean? And um, not a lot of us are asking the question, are you prepared for this? Right. Right. Or we're, we're not preparing them along this journey.
3: Well, I think there's something to be said about uh, mental preparedness because I think of guys who get all prepared to go bike riding. Like the old guy, my grandfather's friends buy biking gear to get into going bicycling. So they buy the shorts and they buy the really fancy helmet and the really tight shirt and then they're set and then they can't go any farther than 5 or 10K because they weren't mentally prepared for what they got themselves into. They've they've invested financially and I feel like people with their lives or with their health they're investing financially they're like what pills can i buy what can i yeah. buy into to make me i want it as fast as possible i want it to just work to your pill yeah yeah and yeah. and i feel that people are paying exorbitant amounts of money just to make me better or getting surgery to make me better where it still you have that mindset and it's huge to be able to get a mindset change to okay i am a different person that um Relationship analogy really hits home for me because you you identify yourself with with your partner or you identify yourself as how you've eaten or how you felt for years, perhaps. Right. And now you're on a process to losing weight or gaining health or feeling completely different. And now you're a different person and it feels weird and you're Hmm, testing out different things. Yeah,
0: absolutely. It leaves you very subjective. Like you're just kind of like lost in, in neutral yeah. and you can't really figure out and everything is raw. Like when you're neutral like that, like I noticed like when I lost weight, um, when I was going through um, like high school, later parts of high school and university, I, I, you know, people noticed me like a a girl would come up and talk to me and I was always it felt really weird because I didn't know how to feel about that. I didn't, you know, and the first response for me was to go back and uh, to the familiar, you know, it's, it's like in, in, uh, in psychology, we, we took, um, you know, um, we talked about relationships and abuse, uh, abusive relationships and how many times on average it takes an individual to leave an abusive relationship because the abuse becomes familiar. That train of thought that, You know, that it's when you leave even a bad situation, there's that unfamiliar feeling.
3: Hmm.
0: Yep. Right. It's very true. And right. Yeah. And so I I feel that it's not being talked enough that um, like you guys have heard me say in regards to science, science allows us to determine whether or not we can, but it's philosophy, it's morality that determines whether or not we should. And I feel as, you know, a nutritionist and, and you know, one of the the four fundamental, five fundamental people within this community um, that I think, you know, asking people whether or not they're ready to do something like this, making sure that they're committed to it and that, like, like Ben was sitting on, that they've got the psychological thing locked in is that just because you buy an expensive bike and have expensive clothing – doesn't mean are you, you know, you're ready to do the work. A lot of the times you could be writing checks, your body can't cash. It's
1: very true.
2: Right. And then there comes, you know, the loss that you touched on with, you know, like we've experienced in the fire service. I mean, and not just loss within the house, but, you know, a loss of life on a call that we've been on or a situation scene that we've been on. And, you know, we experience as a, as a firefighter or a first responder, we experience that loss. Uh, But then if we were directly involved in you know in that life not being saved um, you know yes. our, our brothers and sisters even in the hall will at times look at us differently because you know we weren't necessarily the warmest to each other um, you know warm warm mm-hmm. in our own ways but not necessarily you know as forthcoming as uh, psychologists would like us to be so you know there's that standoffishness that other people are going to get when they're losing weight. I mean, there's that reality that, you know, friends may not view them the same, you know, the ones that they used to go out right. and drink with every second night or, or stop at the fast food place, you know, once a week for their ketchup. Not catch up to catch up on what's going on, <laughs> uh, but they may have, but they may have had some catch up um, it uh, you know there's there's that loss that uh, that neither party is necessarily sure how to handle, right you don't come out drinking with us anymore, you know what else do we have in common, you know what's going on so there there's a lot of that that has to be looked at too, and you're you're right, I think this is a great topic, so.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that that's a brilliant point. A lot of people do notice that, that um, it's like when you go through different stages of your life and you get married and you start to have kids and you maybe are the first, you know, out of that group of close friends that you've had that is taking that transitionary leap. And it's very difficult for the others to conceptualize that. And, you know, there's there is a rift for a while and then the other they may come around and some of them may not some of them may, may never do that but at the end of the day you have to be committed to your decisions and you know and this is what we've discussed before and a common theme with the insight community is you know kick the door open there, there comes a time it's paralysis by analysis joe you know this you were in the fire service and your life is on the other side of that door right. and you can't wait for people, the, you know, you have to breach the door, you have to go in because the longer you wait, the lesser, the, the, you know, seconds, you wait seconds right. and the probability of saving a life decreases. So when you look at that life on the other side as yours, then it comes to a point where you just kick the door open. I want to be on the other side. My life is on the other side of that door and I'm going to go through it. And if people want to follow me, they can, but it's not going to stop me from going through that door. That's how bad you want. You need to want Mm help and want change.
2: And that breach, I mean, in reality, what we're experiencing, what clients are experiencing, that breach is part of that social circle right i mean that you know we're social beings and so having our friends around and if and if that was your entire friends circle um you know 14 or 15 or whatever people who you've regularly hung out with gone to the barbecues with so on and so forth and if you go almost too hardcore at this in the beginning, you know, there's a chance that you pull completely away and then there's that alienation that hits and, and now what's going to happen. Right. Um, you've often talked to people about, you know, if you want to have that one burger here or there and that sort of thing, um, stay connected to friends who will support you like those types of things. Exactly. Important too, Right.
0: So. Yeah. Exactly, Joe, that's in, you, you've you nailed it. That is that uh, it's the psychological health. Like you've heard me say, psychological nutrition mm-hmm. and it, psychological nutrition looks very different like the macros in psychological nutrition versus versus the, the macros in physical nutrition so the macros in physical nutrition is proteins fats carbohydrates and water the macros when it comes to psychological nutrition is convenience smell color texture taste environment like all these things that are just more sensory than they are actual physical benefits. And ironically enough, they do benefit you physiologically because, you know, there's multiple studies that support the fact that people who are more socially active have longer what's called telomeres. These yep. telomeres are determinants of life expectancy, right? right? It's, it's the length of certain chromosomes and these legs that hang. So, mm-hmm. The longer that those telomeres are, the, the, the longer your body and your – it's essentially the less you age. <laughs> and what they've determined is that it's sociological behavior that has the biggest influence on mm-hmm. these telomeres. And it's, it's not the immediate circle. It's not the people in your family. It's not even your best friends. It's going out and meeting new people and bonding with new people, making those mm-hmm. connections.
2: Yep. it's a lot of the release of the anxiety and the stress that we typically uh, relate to and experience every day. Back to the whole fight and flight thing. Well, it it also happens with the telomeres. I mean, the the more you can release yeah. that anxiety and stress, uh, and and then again, we you know this is not the show for the science part, but so I won't <laughs> get too deep into it. But yeah, you're absolutely right they, you know that that lengthening of the telomere the, with the direct impact, obviously, the length of life. Is huge and it all comes down to, you know, that uh, stress or anxiety level and reducing that fight or flight. So, again, if you're more mentally prepared to be able to take this on to change your life for the better, you need to be able to get past some of this uh, initial mental, additional mental strain of, you know, some of these things that you may not have thought about, right? It's not just about going out and shopping for a smaller piece of clothing. It's going to be who's going to go with you to shop now.
3: Hmm.
0: Right? right, right. And, and how are you going to feel Absolutely. in that clothing afterwards? Like, you know, um, people are going to notice you more. And then all of a sudden you become the, the transition. And then what people, again, are prepared for is when the transition stops. When you get to the point where your body's like, you know what? I feel fantastic. Mm-hmm. This is where I want to stay. And then months down the road, the accolades right. stop coming in. It's no longer, oh, Joe or, or Greg or Ben, you've lost or gained a bunch of weight. It's now you're just normal. Now you're just mm. every day. And if you've done it for the accolades and the accolades start to wear off and then disappear, you tend to go back to old habits because, well, right. why bother, right? You're, you're in, and it's again, it's like why a doctor, some doctors become doctors because of you know, the notoriety of being a doctor and the paycheck and you know, the business of it. Whereas in the, the prestige of it where some people become doctors and, and artists and, and all this other stuff because it's in them to do mm-hmm. it. You know what I mean? They can't do it. it, it, it's, it for them not to do it would be like right. my burrito. So What you're
1: saying is you got to have your why then
0: <clears throat> not, and, and
1: be aligned yeah. with not just, like you said, the accolades or I just want to lose weight to, for people to like me or something like that, right? So you want to have it. I want to lose weight to you know, be healthy to play with my kids have a good why behind it basically what you're saying
2: well but then with with why though then you need to add the who and the how right and the what because those are the parts that become mental uh almost distractions right or roadblocks if you're not ready to handle it right so and and, and conversely um you know the when you are having a bad week or a bad month or your body plateaus and you can't seem to get it on and you meet the same person, you know, two weeks later uh, and because a lot of us humans are assholes, um, you know, someone says, Oh, Oh, you don't look (laughs) like you've lost a lot of weight since I saw you last, you know, have you gone off that whole diet thing? Right. And then and then there's that other side of that, that continued mental strain and stress. Right. So some people who've experienced that before and, and Neil, you and I have, you know, we've all talked to people like this, um, you know, people who, yeah. quote unquote, gone on the diet or done this before, quote unquote, uh, who decide that they're not sure that they even want to or can do this again because they're worried about what happened last time hmm. when, when people were negative to them about the experience. Right. Uh, and, and really all you're doing is, is helping to kill that person, right? Because if they can't find good health, partly because in their mind, they're, they're nervous about what you're going to say or how you're going to razz them about it when they don't do it. Um, you know, again, stop being an asshole.
1: Hashtag, that's Hashtag, almost something yeah. bad sometimes yeah. that you say. Like you, you you get off everyone gets off the track. You everyone falls off the horse. Everybody does. To but it's the people that are like, Oh, I thought you were delighting and just making you feel just send them down with a spiral even more. Yeah, you're right. It can be worse sometimes. I mean, just Yeah. There's th-
0: there's a saying that that it's a, I believe it's a stoic saying that I continuously I've been applying it uh, over probably the last three years. And it is uh, uh offense can't be given. It can Friends. only be taken. All right. So, so it's just, again, like Greg, you nailed it with the why, if you can figure out the why, then the how and all these things, they start to fill in. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like if, if you, if you have it in you burning that you need to do this as much as you need to breathe, you will mm-hmm. find your why. And that's the thing is we, the, 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 or sorry, you'll, you'll find the how, like you'll, You'll build the raft if you want to go mm-hmm. off the damn island. But um, um I think a lot of it is just again, we don't know the why. Like again, going back to relationships. Or it's the wrong um, a woman or a man break Right. Or right. It's it's like a woman or a man, they break up, and then all of a sudden the woman starts to exercise, takes does a bunch of things that she should have done while she was in the relationship and looks fantastic mm-hmm. again. Right goes back to this this baseline, why did that disappear during that whole process like why you know and why is she doing it she's doing it mm. for the wrong reason right she's you know and, and, and or he is the same like how, I can 't even count how many guys have broken up with their girlfriends and then they're hitting the gym and they're putting themselves back mm-hmm. on the market. but the thing is is why are we not continuing with that and this is again the overtone with insight and the better you nope. is. If we went into these relationships and continued on that course, can you imagine where we'd, had, right. where we'd so end it's up? It's like
1: you getting complacent almost. It's like, oh, I've, I've got a girlfriend. It's, I don't need to go to the gym anymore. What do I need that for? It's kind exactly. of
0: sad, actually. It is. But totally. everybody's doing it, and it's kind of innocuous. But how many, how many guys can honestly say, how many guys, Greg, do you know? How many guys, Joe, that you know or Ben? that when they hook up, when they get into a long term relationship, are in the shape that they were when they met the woman that are, you know, following their interests and passions like they were when they Mm -hmm. met the woman, you know, all these things that, that really kind of drew that relationship together. But this is what happens with weight loss as well. And, uh, you know, there's people in the group right now that are that are struggling because of the fact that the body isn't doing what it is that they want the body to do. But again, they're not asking the body what it wants to do. So Mm -hmm. there's this disconnect Mm -hmm. there. Big time. Right. And I I think we all come across that is Neil, I'm not losing weight. Okay. Well, why aren't you losing weight? Like what, in what weight loss rule book, is there written that you need to lose weight every That's single a, week in order for it to be a successful, I think you've hit, you hit it right in the
1: head right there. Big time is that is people get discouraged and then they just give up so easily. They're just like, that was yes, so yes. easily Like, oh, I didn't, I didn't lose my pound and a half this week. What's wrong. What's going on? Like it's.
0: Yeah. What do I need to change? Nothing. What do I need to do. Keep going. And just see, keep pushing. Right. And, right. You see it in relationships where, you know, Oh my God, we had a bad day. We had a fight. Um, I'm going to go out and, you know, I'm going to look for someone else, obviously, because we're not compatible because we had a rough go at it. And you guys noticed the post that I put up just the other day in regards to uh, Ricky Price. He's a local business owner here in Fredericton. He put up a fantastic post about being married and relationships and how it's hard work and how it's Mm -hmm. worth it in the end. Right. This whole journey that we're going through becoming better us, it's like, it's the body and the mind, and joe is intensely involved in this as well it's it's a relationship building it's communication is what does the body need in order for it to do what you're asking it to do be it gain muscle or lose body fat or remove body fat or replace or whatever but there's no communication going on is if one does something for its best interests and the other doesn't agree then there's a fight so if you're getting better, your blood pressure, like your body could be fighting something inside. It could be fucking cancer for all you know, but the body prioritizes the cancer in order to save your life and puts weight loss mm-hmm. on the back burner. Or maybe it's dealing with a digestive issue or maybe it just doesn't trust you yet. And it's anxiety working through shit. Here. But in the mind, yeah, yeah. Like a physiological mm-hmm. gut anxiety. And it's just, and so, but in our head, we're thinking, oh my God, something's wrong, right? The same way as you know, a partner goes through a rough stage. Maybe work is hellish bad and they're quiet and they're kind of detached a little bit. And you're thinking, oh my God, they're cheating on me. Oh my God, what's going on? So in your head, you're making a mountain out of a molehill. And then all of a sudden you start acting out because, well, if they're cheating on me, I'm going to cheat on them. And then now you've got this massive issue. Well,
3: I I think the common denominator there too is the lack of, community that is you by yourself you're sort of surrounded with your own thoughts or you sort of that's what happens when we go into panic mode is we sort of turn to self-preservation when in reality on our own is the worst you can be when you're trying to fight something
0: true Mm -hmm. friggin nailed it ben absolutely that's experience they're talking it is if you if now imagine if this was going on in my relationship and I had a good friend, Joe, I had a good friend, Ben, or I had a good, a good friend, Greg or Joel, who's not here right now. He's dealing with this <laughs> cat. But anyway, um, and, and I said, man, you know, what's, your, what's your insight on this? What's your take on it? Like, do you think? And you guys would say, Neil, get your head out of your ass, man. You know, do you realize, have you asked her how busy she is or what she's got on her plate instead of thinking that things are going yeah. crooked? Like, that's what a community does for one another. You know, from well, your that, experience, like Greg could say, yeah, that happened to me. And time. this is what I did. And, and right? that was something huge yeah. for me
3: when I first like started looking into uh, therapy was one of the first questions I asked my therapist was, am I crazy? <laughs> is this, am, am I batshit insane? And that, <laughs> and then that, well, And then being able to grow out of my comfort zone through therapy and then into, okay, now I actually have friends. So one, therapy is stupid expensive. Right. However... It is useful. It's a stepping stone. <laughs> it's a tool to grow into something better and something like insight, like the group of yep. having you guys of having the people who were involved in insight is a huge benefit to people mm-hmm. to be able to transition. Yep. And that's what you're, you're doing. And I'd like how we sort of come full circle talking about the uh, loss versus gain. Where are you going? Yeah. And, or where have you come from? And where are you going? exactly
0: it's a replacement right you're just switching locations you're not losing anything it's just a transition and if you can do that and you know you transition and you're mindful of it and you're aware of the transition then the fear starts to go and the excitement starts to build instead of i find people are very fearful of weight loss because i can tell by the way that they react to when things don't go their way it means like someone who's not secure in a relationship is going to be helicoptering the shit out of their partner or, or you know, if they're parenting like that. And what that is is that's you projecting your own insecurities, right? So through support yeah. and awareness and mindfulness, you're starting to see like you can put the pieces together and really it just calms the environment down. And then you see that you're not making yourself do this. The, you're not making anything. You're letting it happen. You're nurturing it.
2: Yeah. Well, right? I, I think the other it's side, I, I mean – Look, I grew up in the '80s. I absolutely love the '80s. I still try to—I still try to live there as much. Ah, yes, as, okay. as much. At least, at least in the <laughs> music, not necessarily the hairstyle, because well, I don't have it.
1: Please tell me. Uh, please tell me you're rocking the fanny pack.
2: Oh, buddy, you know it. Um, okay. but but the thing is, uh, <laughs> we in, in the '80s and, and moving into the '90s, we became a now society, right? Everything was about now. We we became a very now yeah. world, and so the other side of the of the mental uh, stigma to all of you know this quote unquote weight loss is that first of all, um, you remember uh, something about Mary and the seven minute abs. Uh, well, I mean, well, that's yeah. first of all, that's <laughs> what everybody's doing, right? Let's see how quick I can advertise, how quickly you know I can get somebody on a training program that they're going to be, you know, looking like a supermodel or whatever, or an underwear model or something. When instead, like you're doing, and like I've always loved about what you're doing is, man, you're talking about the journey. You're talking about life. You're talking about if you last to be 89 years old, then this is an 89-year journey. It's not a, it's not a two-week right. program. It's not seven-minute abs. It's not whatever. But mm. obviously, you know, we, it, as we moved into the 80s and then into the 90s, we became that now society. So everything has to be now, right? I need to go out and take out immense amounts of credit because I need that car now. I need this now. I need that. Now, uh, and it's no different with health, right? We look to people, and and instead now have turned to you know pills and whatever else we think we can fall into for fads as to how we can lose it now. So the the mental strain that comes with that is very real. The anxiety around well first of all, am I choosing the right thing? And then second of all, can I do it? So it says two weeks, or it says four weeks, or it says three months, they're going to have me down this amount of weight. Well, every day that they're planning that out in their minds, and that weight loss hasn't happened, it's driving their anxiety through the goddamn roof. So yes. so where this yes. community talks about the journey, uh, and if you haven't lost that you know, a, a pound at all this week, but you've stayed on track with your meal plan. Uh, you've got some exercise or activity. You were feeling really good about yourself. You were good inside your head. Uh, but you know what? Nobody, uh, unless you're talking to Joel, Joel will say, yeah, but, you know, I had you on that new workout program this week. You probably put on a pound or two of uh, muscle already this week. So you actually lost, you know, t- two pounds of fat, but you put on a little bit of muscle. Congratulations. Right. Don't be so don't be so concerned with the fact that, you know, the seven minute abs hasn't gotten me down 40 pounds in two months. Right. Because it's, because it's a journey. <laughs> Enjoy the goddamn journey. I'm not here for a fashion show. I'm not here to beat the clock. I'm not running around a supermarket with one minute left to grab as much as I can. Yeah. I mean, I'm here to try to see if I can actually last to nine years of age and God it insights going to make me do it.
3: Well, and I even, I client a it. few months ago that it was, uh, devastating to her not to lose weight every single week she was frustrated and after two or three weeks of not right. losing yeah. i just started asking what what are you gaining when you look in the mirror what do you see is right. is there a difference She was like well yeah i see a little i was like no seriously take a hard look every morning i want you yep. to get up and stand naked in front of your mirror yep how do you look oh right. how do you look two weeks from now do you look different what's the scale say <laughs> who cares what the scale says it's completely different from what you feel and what you look like. And that was her long-term goal over, over a year. We wanted to get her to feeling and looking better. It wasn't about the weight. We didn't want to worry about the weight yeah. because the weight is subjective. You could have a hundred pounds of muscle. You could have a hundred pounds of fat and feel like garbage. So it, right that having that journey. Yeah. And that's, I love what you said about that, Joe. It's So you need to identify what that journey is to be able to, to latch onto something.
0: It, it's it's with with exactly Ben with insight we give you different points yeah. on the horizon. So like the scale is nothing but a scale. It's a gauge. Like when you go in your car and you turn your car on, and the battery is charged. The the you know the the gauge for the battery. You've got a good charge. Uh, temp, uh, engine temperature is fine, but your gas gauge is mm-hmm. down. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. there's different points of reference that we all need to do this. And we don't just look at one gauge. Okay. My gas gauge is up. Meanwhile, yeah. your engine's about to explode because right. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just looking at these different gauges and we've got different gauges. It's how we feel. How we look, it's, you know, um, mm-hmm. yes. You know, how we look, whether or not we can wear the clothes we want to wear, like, do we feel comfortable in our own skin? Energy levels, everything. Yeah, right. Digesting. Like there's so many things. Exactly. But, We tend to just look at it's like a bank account. Like I know a lot of people that make you know six figure incomes, but they've got six figure debt. And I know some people that make forty five thousand dollars a year, but they've got no debt, and they live better than the people making the six figures. So it, it it is. You're you're right, Ben. It's totally subjective, but we need people to really just to drive this home on many different angles because people are, are not listening to this. They, they come into our offices and they, they talk to us like this. Well, I know it's not a number until there's a week where the body didn't respond the way that they wanted it to. But they, and, and they need to understand that the body is always going to respond in your favor. It understands that it. it has to inhabit the same space your mind does. So the body doesn't hate you, it's not out to get you. It's not, it doesn't want to be fat, mm. sick and nearly dead. It wants to be healthy. So really, I think the, the big point of this is we need to start asking ourselves internally in these quiet moments and the mindfulness that Joe's you know, teaching us about is, has anybody really mm-hmm. asked their body what it needs? Not what's convenient, not what you want to give it, but what it actually needs. And that could be, you know, a long time sitting on the couch with someone. Mm. Like if you've ever been to therapy, a couple's therapy, it takes a shit ton of time to pull back all of the scars and the throwing of punches and elbows and layers. And then you get to the truth, right? I wasn't there for you or I wasn't. But meanwhile, it presented itself as as anger and yelling and late nights out and slam mm-hmm. doors and all these other things. But really when you boil it right down to the base of it, it it comes down to but it takes time to do that and it takes communication the most to ourselves. To do that. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. And They're we're the judge. hardest on ourselves and we're not prepared for this journey and i wish a lot of people would own up to that i wish people would own up everybody would own up to that we're um, a society of huh. obese people that huh. have lost themselves you know 67% of the population over the age of 35 are dealing with health and or nutrition and lifestyle related chronic illness and the chronic illness is the lack of relationship and communication and time spent with yourself So mindfulness is a massive component to this. But how we respond to that. So we go back to the offense being given and not taken. So becoming aware of yourself and your flaws, that's a big thing. And if you're not in the right headspace, then you and I've been there. You start feeling guilty. Oh, I shouldn't have done that. And then you start sinking deeper into the past. And that anxiety and animosity starts to build up for yourself. So you need to have a support group around you to make sense of what's going on and feel like you're not alone. Oh, you, you, I'm not the only one that, you know, would slap himself in the mirror because he hated himself so much or would store chips under the bed and eat them when no one was looking or run at three o'clock in the morning when no one was around because you knew that you were so skinny and, but you, it was the only thing that you could do to control your eating and you went out and like, the more I talk about that type of stuff with people, the more I come to find mm-hmm. out, you know what, I'm not alone. It's huge. Right? I was I was unprepared to lose my weight. When I went in to see that doctor that day, and he basically, you know, pushed himself away from the desk as an act of, you know, push yourself away from the table. And he said to me, Neil, just stop eating so much crap and exercise a little more. Right? But never once did was hmm. the question, are you ready for this? Like, are you ready for, for what's going to happen to you when you embark on this journey? Do you realize that it's not always going to be easy? And, right? And I never once listened to my body. It was all brute force and ignorance. I made myself lose that weight. I never asked once, hmm. is this what you want?
1: Because the body doesn't like change, is it? isn't it? The body doesn't like change. And, and, Oh, the, gears the body there is geared yeah, for the change. Mind, the mind
0: doesn't like mind, change. The mind. The, the mind. Body, the body doesn't,
2: doesn't know sure. any better, right? The mind tells nope. it what it so, needs to have or do or say. Um, and then it in kind tells it, you know, tells the mind what it can do, what it's capable of, right? And where it can go and where it wants to go and where it, and where it needs things directed, right? So, mm-hmm.
0: Your yeah, body exactly. feels what the mind sees. So, right? Like when I, I had this, um, I, my son had uh, a bit of a problem Mm-hmm. He was uh, just wasn't eating. He just he just wasn't eating, and you guys know how on point I am with my kids in in that regard. So he was um, he was tired. He had some digestive issues. So I noticed his gaming, and I I remember hearing him outside of his door. He was so intense in that game, right? First mm-hmm. first player shooter game. So Fortnite, like, probably you know, whatever the name of it was. But he was right into. Yeah, no, no. He's, it, it was like, um, call of duty, um, a war one anyway, call of duty. That's what it was. So he's on with these guys and it's really cool in the way he's talking and stuff like that. And I started to reflect back to my military days. And I remember talking like that when we're doing and entering rooms and things like that, when we were doing boarding parties and how intense it was, you know, to hold a rifle and to be in that situation. And he's talking like that. And I started to put two and two together. And I said, uh, I brought him down one day and I said, listen, buddy, you know, your body doesn't know mm-hmm. that you're not doing that. It it doesn't see you sitting in your gaming chair and doing that. It feels what's going on. And I I said to him, I said, that could be why you're not hungry is, you know, last thing I'm thinking about is, a, you know, a, a, a cheeseburger when I'm entering a, a hatch that there could be, you know, uh, right. an armed person on the other side of it. So it's it's the same thing. And so I had that talk with him. I said, you need to feed your body even though you're not hungry. Could you please start doing that? Could you start just eating? If I put food on the table, will you eat it for me? Even though you're not hungry, I want you to eat it. And in feeding that body, I noticed his anxiety level started to drop. His appetite came up and he started to gain weight again and his energy level went up and all this stuff because he was he was just not communicating <laughs> with his body properly. It's very real. Right. So that's yeah, that's just a, a, you know, an anecdotal type thing that I that I noticed that um, I just wanted to contribute. But the um, I I think the big thing that we see right now, and I'll speak on behalf of of Ben and myself, because we're still active in the front line and we see clients one on one is people come in with this um, preconceived notion of weight loss based on what society is programmed and taught to them. This is what success is. This is how it should happen. And there's really, there's very few people out there that are legitimately ready for the transition that actually takes place and how many tentacles this, how broad reaching these tentacles are into other areas of our lives. And this is why Joe is a part of this community and why he's a coach in this community, because the mindfulness, because of everything that the weight loss represents, the weight loss, uh, the the weight in effect is a symptom. And that symptom could be manifested Mm -hmm. by so many different Mm -hmm. root causes. Right. And when you start taking care of the symptom, then all of a sudden the cause becomes that much more obvious and people start to, okay, is it the relationship that I'm in? Is it the job? Is it the fact that I'm not exercising? Like there's so many things that start to rise to the surface that I feel that they're unprepared to deal with. So they just put their head down and they drive towards weight loss and they're like, okay, screw it. I'll just figure it out when I get there. And then when they get there, they it's, again, the dog chasing the car. They have no idea mm-hmm. what the hell they're doing, and they just get run over.
2: Well, and again, we touched on it a little bit last week, right, with, with regards to, you know, the anxiety and the fear and all the things that happens and, you know, how it affects our bodies. Uh, but again, because like you, with your son, you know, our bodies don't know that we're not in that war or in that, you know, entry or breach situation, um, you know, and, and our bodies don't know that we're not in a fight or flight situation if we're anxious or fearful or upset or depressed. So even when, you know, and Neil, you've experienced a lot of this, talked about a lot of this, you've talked about a lot of it with friends and clients, uh, having experienced it, um, you know, when when your body's no longer answering to the nutrients you're putting in or the exercise that you're doing, right, or the weights that you keep raising and, you know, your muscle mass is still not, you know, maybe it's dropping, maybe it's not growing. All these things, and that's again because the body's not uh, accepting everything because the mind is off kilter, right? So the body the body is more reactive than proactive, and so it's not absorbing the nutrients. They're passing through the body without being absorbed properly because our digestion is is off track because of our mind and you know uh, all of the different things that our immune system's down. So you know you're in and out of the gym all the time and you're catching more colds. Why is that? I'm healthy. Why am I catching so many colds? Well, you're also stressed the hell out with a whole bunch of other things you're doing. Yeah. And, and or yes. and or stressed mm. because, I'm of, glad you because of the that program up, you're in or the lack of support even inside your own mind. So yeah, it's it's very real.
0: I'm I'm really I'm really glad you brought that up, Joe. And it's important because there's people actually in the community right now that I hope are going to listen to this podcast and they hear this because they're, again the anxiety goes up when mm-hmm. you're not losing weight you know it, that why am I not losing weight why 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 right and it's that miscommunication why you're not listening to me maybe because of the way that you're explaining it like this is it it's it's that anxiety is driving a wedge between their success their their goals the the right. better you or the better them tomorrow right and I see and I'm, I'm getting private messages and we're starting to see hints of it in the community itself and I wish you know more people would speak up like this and say that, you know, talk about their experiences. But anyway, that's what's going on. But they don't understand right. the, the the effect that that's having on them. Like um, their body is shutting down. The body feels guilty. It feels shame. And the hormones, the biochemistry changes. It makes the body less absorbable or less welcoming to those nutrients. So you're getting malabsorbed food. It's affecting your digestive system, all of these things because you're upset at the body for something that it's doing. So like, again, it's like a a good friend of yours pushing you out of the way of an oncoming vehicle. And then you get up because you didn't see the vehicle. You get up and you're pissed off at your friend. You're no longer my friend. I friggin' hate you. Why did you do that? You embarrassed me. You suck. Meanwhile, he just pushed you out of the way of an oncoming car, right? Because we refuse to see. Now, if that happened in an environment where there's people around watching, uh, air quotes, community, then other people can chime in and say, no, 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 Joe, Neil, you just missed the car. The car was going to hit you. Neil actually pushed you out of the way. And then you'd be like, oh, shit. Okay, well, I didn't know because I didn't see the whole picture, right? That's why like continuously, continuously, I'm saying broaden your perspective. Again, our
2: bodies can't see it, right? Only our minds can see it. Our eyes can see it. They're attached to the nerve endings that, you know, feet in you know, blah, blah, blah. And here we go. And then the body says, well, there must be something going on in this 3d world that we're living (laughs) in. Right. So, I mean, and it goes back even to what you said at the beginning of the show, right? right? Like with with your telomeres, I mean, you know, they're shortened, they're, they're losing length. Um, if we're not reprogramming our genes, if we're not doing things properly by getting out of this fight or flight state, um, not getting away from the anxiety and depression, not shutting down even five minutes a day, it all comes back to this. And then it, it impacts everything And, and people don't understand it and i and i realize it because i didn't understand it either i mean i lived for 40 what 44 years mm-hmm. uh in and out of the gyms you know fighting fires bounced to two clubs when i was younger did all of these things grew up on a farm oh there it is yes i i was wondering how long it would take me to mention that um and um, at least once every show uh but uh but, you know, all of these things that were very physical, <laughs> and I honestly thought that I had no place in this world to be concerned whatsoever with mental health, right? That was all bullshit as far as I was concerned. I was tough. Right. I was rugged. I was moving forward. I was active. I was athletic, and I was built. Um, so that was all I needed to worry about. And, you know, I you know, because you know my story. I've... Uh, Uh, battled with digestive issues since I was a kid. Uh, And you know what? When I look back at my life, tons of self-imposed anxiety, some external anxiety. But again, it's, it's all how we process it, not who puts it on us or what puts it on us, right? So when I look at my entire life and I see that, you know, that those are some of the reasons and I say, well, why did I always have, you know, some of these nutrient deficiencies, even though I had lots of muscle? Why did I always have this digestive issues when I was eating healthy? Why did I always have? Well, this is part of why, right? So if we can't work on connecting the mind and the body and understand that one's as important as the other, um, you're losing a fighting battle. And I'm, I'm sorry it's it's the truth so what yeah. you're doing here yeah. is, you know with the entire team yeah. and helping people to move through that and and now look if if everybody in the community is listening then i'll say it uh, you know this is also your opportunity to reach out to me so if if you need to jump on a private message and reach out to right. me please feel free to do that that's what i'm here for you know reach out and, and ask the question or talk to me about part of the struggle or you know say to neil you know listen i i Maybe, maybe I'd like to talk to Joe a little bit about that and, and all three of us can talk about it or jump on a call. But that's what I'm here for is to make sure that we can help yeah. people really yeah. step into that space to be able to be, like you say it at the beginning of the show, be prepared for this journey.
0: Be prepared. Now, I have a question directed towards Ben. Ben, when you went to therapy your first time, and I know the answer to this because I've been to therapy myself, but I want to hear from you. Did you expect it, to, like, walk out of there your first time feeling, like,
3: changed and having that that acute... Of course I did, because I was reluctant turnaround. to go the first time. And- I was like, all right, I'm yeah. going to go. I'm going to actually... I remember the yeah. very first time I went was um, in Fredericton, and it was heinously unhelpful. I had a therapist I didn't click with at all. It was terrible. Yes. And this subsequent time that I was able to go, um, yeah, I expected. I was like, okay, I'll get this. We'll get this done. Uh, anxiety, depression, we'll just we're done just quick we'll get it out and that's yeah. not yeah. the case yeah. it takes weeks it takes months nope. it takes depending on how deep some things are it takes a lot of time that's like somebody going to the gym yeah. the first time and then feeling that burn in the morning and be like yeah i'm jacked <laughs> but in, yeah. in, in reality you need to go to the gym a, a few more times to be able to fight i've been watching gotham a lot so i'm thinking of baddies all the time <laughs> But you, you, need, you need to go more than what you need to go to therapy more than once. You need to go to the gym more that you need to eat more than just a salad to be able to say I'm eating healthy. Right. You're right. Right.
0: The, uh, the, the post, there were two posts that came into the group this week that, that jump out at me when, when Ben's talking is the, um, the one about, you know, it's not the water that uh, around the boat that causes mm-hmm. the boat to sink. It's the water that it lets in right? And the other one was, um, what am I thinking here? Just a second. lost my train of thought the, um, Oh shoot. Uh, anyway, that, that was the one that, that, Oh, it, it was the, um, it wasn't about intensity. Mm-hmm. It was, it, it's about consistency. It's, you know, brushing, going to the dentist twice a year, your teeth will rot out of your face. But if you brush your teeth every day, and go to the dentist right. twice a year, you're going to have beautiful teeth, right? So brushing your teeth once and and then looking in the mirror and thinking, well, it didn't change anything, so it's useless. I shouldn't, you know, why, why bother? It's the cumulative effect. And this is where chronic, the, the nefarious... Uh, uh, Why chronic disease is so nefarious is that it happens over time, it sneaks in and it it grows gradually piece by piece by piece by piece. And this fixing of it is the same behavior like for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. So, the fixing of something chronic, the mental and the psychological—sorry, the psychological and physical damage that takes place to us over the years, it can't be fixed in six weeks right. or three easy steps or whatever. Um, it takes time. We've got to we've got to treat it the same way it was inflicted. It's it's the balance of things. Extreme behavior only causes extreme. You know, it's like a teeter totter. So, you know, when your body starts to tell you things, if things are not working, it's a beautiful opportunity to create communication. So instead of pointing a finger at your body and saying, why isn't this happening, or pointing your body, pointing a picture or uh, pointing a finger at your mind, it it works the other way around because your mind can play wicked tricks on it. Right. You know, you look in the mirror oh, I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm not worthy of this or, oh, you, know, you know, you know, you get in these head spaces, guys. So what those opportunities present to you is a, is an, an opportunity to talk about it. You know, it's things that we could talk about in this group. It's, you know, has anybody felt like this? You know, I would love to start seeing posts like that put up from individuals. Right. Has anybody else felt like this? And then, bam, sound off. And then there's so much incredible, insightful, experiential advice Mm -hmm. that people can give. Not answers, but advice. This community is built on advice. Right? And I feel that that will give people a better, broader perspective in regards to what it is that they're doing, really. Yes, you are getting healthier. But what is that to you? And go. Go. And people can't answer that question, not honestly. They can read so, it from yeah, a script or a cereal box that they right, read or right, yeah. an article or a meme. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, they'll regurgitate a goddamn meme. But really they don't know because that's something that you discover. Joe didn't know he was broken mm-hmm. until he yeah. almost broke. You know what I mean? He was so focused on on driving through it and not paying attention to the tiny little gremlins that eventually it's like that noise your car makes, and then you avoid it, you avoid it, you turn the radio up, you roll the windows down, right. all the things. And then, that then literally the tires fall off on the highway. Not the
1: tires, but the cream. engine. My my motor right. is low. Exactly. <laughs> thing happened. I was like, ah. Oh. And I was like, I'm going to push it a little bit farther because yeah. I was in the middle of nowhere. I should have shut it down right then. That would have probably saved myself a new engine. Yeah. But yeah. anyway, exactly.
0: Right. But yeah, that's so that's really kind of what this podcast is driven towards, like this particular uh, episode is, you know, are you prepared to do what you're asking your body to do? Like, are you ready for this? Honestly, I guess that's the best question we can ask ourselves. Like, is anybody asking themselves, are they ready? And if the answer is maybe or no, then You should be asking, okay, what do I need to do to get ready? Because if you start answering those questions yourself, if you start asking them and start answering them, then it's almost like the body follows you. Okay. This guy knows what he's doing. I'm going to start following this now. And you walk into situations in your days a little bit more prepared and your body is less anxious. And if it's less anxious, then why would it shroud itself in body fat and hide? Why would it malabsorb food? Malabsorption of food is basically like someone not listening to you because they don't trust you. Um, and I'll I'll finish with this, and because I know Joe's got something to say too, and I want to hear from Ben and Greg. But Caesar Milan, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. anybody, it, you guys in the group know who that is? That's that's the dog guy, right? Um, he often says in his shows, and I've, you know, you've got these obscure people that you learn more from than the friggin', you know, psychologists and the food, you know, professionals and all these other people that think that they know what they're doing. He would always talk about a dog would always act erratic, would always jump through the door first, would always pull on the leash because of a trust issue. It, it was um, almost like the dog didn't see the owner as being competent because of a lack of consistency and, and lack of assuredness. So if a dog owner is confident and has um, a consistency with the dog in terms of feeding and like, is, is there for the dog, there's a trust relationship and the dog will walk beside the owner. The dog will listen. It won't act erratic, you know, in social uh, circumstances or when something abnormal happens, the dog <laughs> is less apt to overreact. Right. Right. So our body, guys, is the primal part of us. It's our dog. It's our pet. It will drive itself into the ground for us. But the thing is, is the lack of trust, the lack of, of routine, the lack of commitment, the lack of control has been it's, – it's been squandered. There's, it's been deprioritized. And the dog, the, the, the body, the animal part of us, it just simply doesn't trust us so it's not going to sit it's not going to lay lay down it's not going to do anything that it wants that we want it to do until we show it some consistency until we show it some um, attention until Probably we good, good time right? to
3: introduce your kibble uh, act with right, some Neil? confidence <laughs> kibbles, kibbles and bits uh, <laughs> make sure you sit down turn right. around 3 times before eating your kibbles and bits cereal right
0: <clears throat> right and lie yeah. down speak
3: Absolutely.
0: Absolutely But does does that make sense guys? Right. Okay. Cause a lot of people are frustrated um, because of the fact that it should be happening. Why is it not happening? And Ben and I hear that all the time. What did I do wrong? Well, maybe you're not doing anything wrong. Maybe you're doing it right for a change and this is the way it's meant to play out. Why don't you stick to it for another, I don't know, week and see what happens. Like, You know, why would you throw the baby out with the bathwater? Why do you automatically assume that there's something going wrong? Why do you think that your body does not want what you want? Right? A dog lives to please its master. So if it's not doing what it's told, then it's not understanding what it's being told or you're not understanding the command right. that it needs to hear. And, and a lot of that, again, is
2: is everything from society and our past and what we've been programmed with. And the other side of it is, you know, and any of us who've done sales over the years or, or listened to a lot of the, you know, different shows and teachings and so on, is meeting people where they are. And that's not happening typically in this industry. I've seen it for years and years and years, right? You walk into a facility or you engage someone and, and they say, well, here are all the things that you need to do in order in order to get here and it's like well hold up there I didn't even say I wanted to go there like where you're where you're where you're pointing that I need to get to that's not (laughs) even on my radar if you had listened to me I would have told you that this was where I wanted to go what do I need to do to get there right? So what you're doing here and what the yeah. group is doing here is meeting people where they are. And I think that that helps a lot with that why and it helps a lot with the preparation to go to where that person wants to be. It's not cookie cut, It's not cookie cutter here. Right. Exactly right. Not you where know, we and, want to go, and you know because you and I have talked about it before yeah, even in my yeah. it, even in me answering some of these questions too that to, you know our members who are asking different things and I try to be as as open as i can with my answers because the answers can be so varied depending on the person right that that eight people can read one of my responses and and seven of them go well that guy's an asshat and 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 the one who gets it goes holy shitballs (laughs) that's the answer i've been looking for all my life so so it's so hard right but again meet the person where they are not how not where you think they should be or not where you think they are right
0: Right. Yep. And be yeah. okay with, with your information, Absolutely. not hitting them at that particular point, but <laughs> right. But the thing is, it's just being there for them. I've had people come back to me years later and they're like, Neil, you told me this one time in a session. And I'm like, <laughs> you know, I talk a lot in these sessions. Sometimes I'm, I'm like, one of these guys throwing right. spaghetti at the wall and some eventually something's going to stick, but you don't realize that until, um, and, and I guess that's the driving force with insight is to allow people to hear as much as they need to hear. So eventually they're going to start gravitating towards what resonates with them. But we need to hear more. We're not hearing enough. We're hearing a lot of filtered messages and we're right. hearing people telling other people what to do, where to go so that they're you're painting their picture. You're living their, You know, you're fulfilling their um, their perception of health or success or whatever it may be and with insight what we're trying to do is get you to do it we're, we you know you need to paint your own picture here no one's it's not your people journey can do it right you, it's not their journey never going if, to we're, be if we're with that showing picture. them
2: where we think they should go yeah. or how you know if i'm telling people how i think they should think or feel or act right it's it's not them then it's me right i can be over here living my own goddamn right. life right i don't need to be trying to tell someone else and still make a mess of it i don't need to be trying to tell somebody else yes. um how to how to do it and hope that they do a better <laughs> job or or sit and go right. yeah now let's see how this works out right so again it's it's about meeting them where they are and, and preparing them with everything that we can do to help with that. uh, And then hoping that, you know, the parts that they know they need, or they feel they need, or will eventually see that they want or need becomes part of their journey. Right. And we can sit back and say, Hey, you know what? It was really goddamn cool to be on that journey with you. Thanks for having me as part of it.
0: Right, and friendships and, and and relationships are formed, and that's the relationship between the yep. mind and the body. Is yep. it it's formed? It gets formed through this.
1: Ben's playing the, your um, uh, your Academy um, Award music to shut you up. What's
3: that? <laughs> 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 um, <it's,
0: laughs> we're coming we're, up to an hour. <laughs> I'd
2: like to thank my parents. I'd like to thank the
0: Academy. So right. <laughs> <laughs> like, like there you the go. Academy, all the all the little people.
1: Neil, why don't why don't we uh, <laughs> why don't we in the group then put something out there and ask people? Say, I want you guys to to really think about it and and give us your why. Why are you doing this? What's your reasoning? And and and, and we'll see. Yeah.
0: But see, the thing is, is that puts it under again. Like then people feel obligated yep. to to. You know, they may not be ready. There could be different layers that they need to go to. So, really, I, I think the question we need to be asking is Are you ready? Okay. Like just, let, just as, as a self reflection type say, thing. Say, Are you ready? Is, and if are you, you are, ready then what, why?
1: This, right? Like, you mean, if not, if you're not ready, then we'll figure that out. But maybe, maybe it's a two part question Are you ready to, for this? And if you are, why? No. Well, okay, great. That's why I think it's good, though. But some people might exactly.
0: Well, then that's then. Then we we shouldn't. But but to ask a question and then want a response is not the purpose of asking the question. Like, and the the questions questions are discovery. So putting the question out there, but not a second stage. And then why? Because then people (laughs) get lost. Well, I don't know why. Is something wrong with me? What's wrong with me? I should know why. He's asking me why, right? So really the question is, is are you prepared for what is to come? Are you prepared to be healthier? And, and just in asking that question, people ask, well, what do I need to be prepared for? Well, what do you think? And then you can delve deeper into it. But I think like, you know, Greg, you said it yourself, like I was going to open this, this uh, podcast with, you <laughs> know, um, what it's like to lose weight. You know, yeah. what happens when you lose weight? you like? like, well, I don't know. I've never done it. You know what I mean? Jokingly, right? But jokingly. But the reason is is that True. a lot of people, like, we fear what we don't know. We fear what we're not prepared for. And what we're not prepared for is st- is stressful True. to us. Whereas if we're prepared for something, it's stimulating. So I guess this is kind of, you know, we'll, we'll close off with this. But really, the people listening to this. You know, whatever program you're involved in, whether it's, you know, Weight Watchers or even, you know, I, I know I've got some listeners with Stronger You is, you know, the, that's the how, the, the why. Like, and are you prepared for what is going to happen? You know, for me, I wasn't prepared for marriage. I thought I was. It was the next step. But I wasn't prepared for it because I wasn't the man I needed to be in order to have all of that. You know what I mean? I couldn't handle it It is like staring at the sun. So this is something, and I've been working tirelessly over 30 years to be worthy of this body that I have and the health that I have and the vibrancy that I have and the passion that I have. So I just want everybody to start thinking about that is if you don't, if, if, if you don't think about your why, if you don't learn your why on your way. And if you don't prepare yourself for this journey, then you're going to get overwhelmed and eventually you're going to succumb to the pressure of it. And, uh, and you know, and then that scares people, but it doesn't need to scare you. If you have a community, we, as a stick can be broken easily, but as a bundle of sticks, or one hell of a fire with that, bundle right? of sticks. It's a hell of a lot harder to break. <laughs> us. Bring it, bring it. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. So yeah, we shot a little over. Ben, I appreciate so, your very so subtle. Uh, subtle way of <laughs>
2: There's up. the music, boys. <laughs> You've got your statue. Get off the stage.
3: <laughs> right. Oh! Oh! I'd like to thank you All right, me. Mike. I got I got excited. I got excited. Oh, I I'm sorry. Ben's on
0: fire. All right. So anyway, this is, again, only an hour of a topic that you could basically do a thesis on. Um, So I appreciate all of your input. I love having you guys on board with this. Um, The group is amazing and we're growing. And it's because we know that it needs to grow. And we know that it's just at the beginning of this journey. And we need to be good in the way that we let it happen. We don't need to make this group happen we just need to get you know these podcasts out get Mm -hmm. people thinking differently about their lives and then all of a sudden their lives there's possibilities for change the world was people didn't convince other people that the world was round they needed Mm -hmm. to convince or create doubt that it was flat that's the first step so if we start creating doubt in people's minds and they feel a little lost and overwhelmed that is phenomenal that's what we need because at that point Mm-hmm. they're open cool. to listening they're open they to all change. deserve it cool hey lads awesome yep. all right you, guys man. thank see you, you so much for being a part of this and then maybe next maybe next yep, week we'll ben, see what we, we can, can do, do a there. video i'll see if i can
2: book a hairdo for this yeah week. that'd be great if we can actually <laughs> put
0: some. <laughs> <See>? <laughs> Giddy up the barber shops are open Joe. Good night. Take care. (laughs) Later. All right, boys. Good night. Thank you so much.